0: Hey, welcome back to the Metamorphosis Podcast. This is episode four, and we're talking about one of the biggest things that stops growth and positive change in our lives. So I'm Jen, and we've got Val here, and Val is Val has, um, actually at this moment digging through her closet and organizing her stuff. Val, what happened with your bye-bye baggage blend?
1: Well, let's just say when you have a home office as nice as mine. <laughs> <laughs> you you just really want to make sure that it's a lovely place to work. And um so last week we talked about the Bye Bye Baggage Blend and I had done it uh, you know, when we first started all this uh, the beginning of the summer. And I noticed that my um my ability to handle disorganization and clutter had gone down some. And and that's saying a lot, because I really have no problem with with disorganization and clutter. Like <laughs> No problem with it at all. However, like it started to get on my nerves a little bit. So, you know, drawers being a mess, I would reorganize them, things like that. So uh, the closet's been something that I wanted to tackle for a while and just... Honestly, I've got a two-year-old. I haven't had the time. And so we did, you know, I said, because my husband had this big bag of clothes in my home office that I was gonna ask him if he, you know, or put the bye-bye baggage blend on him and hopefully he would get it out of said closet. So I put the bye-bye baggage blend on both of us when he got home after we did the podcast. And let me just tell you, it apparently did not affect him the same way it did me. Um, our yard looks amazing. I <laughs> we went outside and like you know, spent hours perfecting our yard and showing everything perfectly. And, you know, I mean, it really looks great. However, um, the bag is still in the closet. Now for me, it put me into high gear with the closet. So every free minute I've had since then, uh, I am cleaning out the closet. So I'm, I actually only affected myself <laughs> as far as the closet goes by doing the blend. But, um, but once again, our yard looks great. So even before, as we were starting uh, the to record this podcast. I'm sitting here organizing things and Jennifer said, Fell, are you sitting there organizing right now? <laughs> I, like, I can't help it. <laughs> it's like every free second I get right now, I just want to clear all the clutter out of my life. Yeah I'm hearing that a lot from
0: people um not just even with not just with the Bye Bye Baggage Plan, but um people said the more their mind feels clear, the more they can't stand anything around them to start building up. They just want to keep it all clear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I'm thrilled about the level of hangers that we now have that don't have clothes on them. Like (laughs) it's really sad. This is 40, but I am (laughs) thrilled that I have so many hangers free now. (laughs) I actually have things to hang. I don't, I don't have to drape things anymore. It's very exciting.
0: You have, you have clear hangers for new clothes maybe.
1: Well, you know, that's kind of what in my um, new abundance mindset, I'm like, you know, if I clear all this stuff out, Think of all the things I can put in here. Yeah, you're just making room for for better. That's right. For better. Exactly. And so some of these things were like probably from high school. It's time for better. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just a couple of them.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So there is proof that, again, Bye Bye Baggage Blend works. If you didn't catch that blend, go back to episode three, and we actually give you the the instructions for how to make it and where to put it.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So in that episode, you know, we did, we talked a lot about baggage and how it kind of holds us back from living our best life and going for our dreams. Um, so we gave you the bye bye baggage recipe to help you let go of baggage. Um, and that is from a book called I am fabulous. And obviously from what I just told, it affects you. You know, it'll affect you in one way and it'll affect your spouse in one way. You know, it's it's not the same for everybody. Everybody has different baggage that they need to release. Uh, and today we're going to get you into something that um, at some point of your dream chasing journey will inevitably slow you down or you know, for a lot of people, stop you right in your tracks. And this episode will break down some essential oils and basic concepts of releasing fear and identifying when it's there to protect us and when it's just irrational thoughts that we imagine or worry over for no real reason.
0: It's such a crazy thing. Um, I love the little movie Inside Out. I took my kids to see it when it came out. And It was the first time that I saw how fear does protect us. It's so cute. If you haven't seen the movie, she, she stops and uh, doesn't step over a cord because the little fear character goes spastic and takes over the controls and warns her not to take over, you know, not to step over the the plug as a little girl. So uh, fear is there for a reason. And there's a part of our brain that's called the amygdala and it's responsible for keeping us safe Uh, throughout all of history of mankind that part of the brain is what prompted us to stay and fight or act on the flight response and run for our lives. The problem with that today, though, is in our society, most of us aren't living among the beasts. We don't have to run for our lives or stay and defend our you know, territory. I don't know. Do you live with it, a two-year-old? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I live with teenagers and teenagers like their space. So I don't, I don't. Oh, have to even, yeah. Yeah. Everybody goes to the room and shuts their door unless, uh, you know, say doors open. <laughs> So the fear switch is still, it's still being tripped over things that aren't life and death. So we still have the switch and it's still being tripped, but we aren't really, you know, running for our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, but we feel like we are. And the thing with that is God did not give us a spirit of fear. I mean, this is scripture. He gave us a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. And that's the promise we have, but we don't always live it out. And we're really meant to thrive in this life and not just survive it, not just stay in fear mode and survival mode.
1: Yeah. And sadly, I think most people stay in survival mode. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard Um, to get out of it. Yeah. Right. Um, Okay. And so some of the things that we tend to fear are change, you know, like we know, we know where we are with what demons we're dealing with, but man, if we change, what's going to come? What if we drop the baggage? Uh, What if we realize and start to go after our dream? What if it doesn't work? What if it does work? You know, what's it going to look like? Um, What will people think about us? You know, we're so comfortable with our lives as they are uh, that sometimes even the things that make us clearly unhappy, um, they're just too scary to change because we imagine that the new situation might have challenges that we don't currently have the energy to deal with. Um, And that honestly is the definition of survival mode.
0: Yeah, and if you just think about how much our society encourages fear or just supports that mindset, I mean, yes. we turn the news on, and you see it all over the media. The news is filled with things to be afraid of, and there are stories of positive, you know, change, but not a lot. Um, and then even some religious organizations use fear to draw people into submission, because fear is the fastest way to you know control and get yeah get the response you want. Um, And then there's fear related to health and potential health problems, or sometimes there's a diagnosis that everybody in our family has had and we're afraid that we're going to get it. So that's all we think about. And when we're constantly faced with the problems in the world, our brain becomes conditioned. It's like it wires itself to look for the bad and just assume that it's going to happen. Like, when is the other shoe going to drop? I know Mm -hmm. it's coming. I know it's coming. So let me just stay here and survive it until it happens.
1: Right. And, you know, what ends up happening is that we stuff our dreams and our goals away because, honestly, we get too exhausted from running from the fears um, that we end up translating that into other areas of our life. Uh, We assume that if we if we can identify some of the baggage or a problem that stands in our way, um, that it will be too difficult to face it or solve it. But the truth is that God has equipped us to deal with any trial that comes our way. When we're walking through actual trials, we are promised that we won't be tested beyond what he'll give us the peace to handle. But so many times the imagined fear we experience is not the actual trial. It's something we have a choice to entertain and give power to or not. So basically, in other words, God gives us the peace that passes understanding for things that we're actually dealing with. But when we're anxious over things that are not actually happening in our life, we're just fearful that they might happen. We don't have that peace. It's it, it, we stay anxious because it's not actually happening to us. That's such a
0: good um, way to kind of measure what we're going through. Like, is this something that I'm actually battling or is this just my own brain playing tricks on me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the really cool things about learning how to identify the feelings we feel and where they come from is that we have tools to be able to take responsibility for how we feel and we can change it when it doesn't line up with truth. There's one thing that we can control in this life, Mm -hmm. not our spouse and his bag of clothes in the closet. Amen. Yeah. And we can't even control our kids when it comes down to it. The only thing that we can actually control and that God has called us to control is our self, self control. Yeah.
1: Which is incredibly freeing. You yeah. know, like it's kind of frustrating that we can't control the people in our life, but at the truth at the at the root of it, it's like, gosh, it's kind of nice that we don't have to. You know, yeah,
0: work on yourself and make yourself feel better. And then, you know, God'll take care of the other stuff. Like it's their Absolutely. responsibility to take care of them.
1: Okay, so we're going to share a few oils with you that can help you overcome those feelings, um, whether they're real fears or imaginary fears, and kind of move into growth and the better life that um, we all want for ourselves and our family. Yep, so there is actually a recipe for this, and it's in that book that we shared
0: earlier the I Am Fabulous book from Desiree Mangendog. And this blend that we're going to share is called Release Your Fears. You can find the instructions and the descriptions of the oils and the exact drops that you're supposed to use and where to put it, all of that is in that book. And we are working on a page on our website is valandjen.com, V-A-L-A-N-D-J-E-N.com. And that page is where we are going to have a collection of all the resources that we share with you on the podcast. So if we mention a book or um, roller bottles or, you know, any tools that we use for our oils, you can just go to our website and go to the affiliate, the uh, page where we share all those resources and buy it from whatever website we recommend.
1: Yeah. And we're going to share right now the oils that make this blend up uh, to give you an idea of how they work for releasing and minimizing those fears so you can take action to move past them. So in this blend, um, the first oil is cardamom and it gives you a bird's eye view of your current circumstances. We've actually talked about cardamom uh, on in this podcast before, but when looking at your fears from a distance and you know, you can kind of see the bigger picture and the thing that scared you doesn't look so frightful anymore. Um, And Cardamom helps provide solutions to the problems at hand so you can see your situation from a different perspective. Uh, The next oil is juniper berry, and it helps release fears in general. This is one of my favorite oils to give for when kids are, um, you know, scared of the dark or have nightmares. Um, Anytime I have a bad dream, I put juniper berry over my heart. But it helps release fears in general, and it brings the fear out of its hiding places, and it helps you see it for what it truly is. So when we look fear straight in its face, you realize how small and insignificant it is, and a lot of times we're making a mountain out of a molehill. Um, Lemon. Lemon powerfully cleanses out the fears and it purifies that low vibration energy. So, you know, when you're feeling fearful or shameful or resentful, like it just feels low in your gut. It feels like the energy you're feeling is just really low and heavy. And so lemon just helps kind of lift you up out of that and makes you feel um, just brighter and clearer in general. Uh, Basil replenishes the soul and kind of helps bring your vitality back. So being afraid all the time is exhausting and it drains Energy, so that you can actually take action and change what you want to change, and basil is really, really great for that. Now, black pepper is the best oil to break addictions. So, being in a constant state of fear is a type of emotional addiction, and we we need to break that. So, black pepper is in this blend for that. Lime connects you to the deepest parts of your soul, where your heart kind of beams with courage and resolve. So, it it kind of makes you feel triumphant, and it's just a happy oil that will kind of give you zest for life. Now, cinnamon is in here as well, and it guides you to stand in your power. It's a really empowering and uplifting oil. I love to put a drop on my tongue every day to just feel courageous, kind of. Um, Cedarwood strengthens the lungs and improves breathing patterns. So, when you live in fear, you have people typically, when they're fearful, they, they, Breathe really shallow breaths, and this leads to less oxygen to the brain, um, which then leads to more anxious feelings. So, cedarwood breaks that vicious cycle to improve your breathing and feeling um, increased calmness. And then, Hawaiian sandalwood's the last oil, and it quiets the mind so you can connect to your intuitive body. It helps you, um, you know, really be able to focus in on your intuition and what you know to be true. And this oil brings you into your heart space and allows you to listen to the deepest parts of yourself. So this combination altogether, these oils are incredibly helpful for when you're living in a place of fear and you need to move past it and you need to take action to move past that place.
0: Yeah. It's such a, such a hard pattern to break, but it's possible and it's so much easier. It's really, really hard to rewire your brain and your thoughts and your emotions all by yourself. But whenever you've got these tools that just kind of give you this, um, like they just help you come to the surface and see, you know, see the situation without so much heaviness. And when you've got these tools, it just makes it so mm-hmm. much easier. And um, you're really rewiring all of it well, as you use the oils.
1: And I think also, you know, a lot of times when people are dealing with emotional stuff that they feel like they can't control, um, you know, a lot of the methods that people use for that to help the tools that they choose tend to numb yeah. Whatever they're feeling. Yeah. And what I love about the oils is that they're, it's just another tool, just like, you know, taking a med or, you know, <laughs> drinking too much to relax or whatever. Like it's just another tool. The oils are, uh, but they help you see things more clearly. So things aren't as, they aren't as looming and fearful instead of just stuffing, um, and, or just like pushing those emotions away. It helps almost like bring them up so you can see them in a much more clear fashion and actually deal with them versus pushing them down. So they actually make you feel more powerful yes. for
0: dealing yes. with it and uh, not just covering it up. And I mean, cause nothing ever, you can't, shoving something down never, ever helps the situation. It actually just right. creates, you know, a, a, future problem, <laughs> you know, on yeah. its way. Um, so we explain a lot more about how these oils work in our body, kind of the science behind it um, and just just how beneficial these are and uh, more about where to apply them, more about some of the most common oils. I know we're, we've, t- we've covered a lot of oils already just in these first two podcasts, but there are some um, essential oils that are more commonly used that you're going to hear that are a lot Um, more common. And we have those in a webinar or like a free little class. It's under 30 minutes. And if you go to our website, valandjen.com, Jen with one N, then you can register. It's a free, it's a free video. You'll get it by email and um, you can watch it. And if you don't have essential oils, we also point you in the direction to get you started there because um, you know, the the sooner you start your collection, the more um, tools you're going to have in your tool belt to take care of things and uh, get on your way to the life that you want. So go to valangen.com and check out the webinar and also look for the, the page of resources where you can find Desiree's book and any other resources that we love and use when we're working on our emotions with essential oils.